I felt powerful doing it, even though it's like, who's this little kid telling us uh, about how to live our lives and devotions? But at the end, it's all praise, and you feel really good about uh, how you did uh, leading people because, you know, when iron sharpens iron, sparks are going to fly. Welcome to the Men's Alliance podcast. Men's Alliance is a growing movement of tribes across the nation that meet weekly for rugged outdoor workouts and a real-world devotion around a fire. If you want to be a part of what we're doing, join us at mensalliancetribe.com where you can find a tribe near you or come to one of our Start the Fire weekends. So check us out at mensalliancetribe.com. Now stay tuned for this great podcast. Welcome to the Men's Alliance podcast. I'm Dave Mills Goose. I'm Dusty Parker Shadow. Landon Carlson, Holiday. Carter Samuel, Magic. Braden Mills, Animal. Oh, yeah. Nice. So, welcome to the uh, Teens of Men's Alliance podcast, where we got three guys in here, young men, that we want to talk about uh, their experiences with Men's Alliance. So, uh, all three of them have been with Men's Alliance for very different amounts of time. So, we're going to hear from them today, uh, kind of the perspective of teenagers that are relatively new to Men's Alliance all the way up to those who have been in it for a long time and gone through patch class. So welcome, guys. Good to have you here today. Animal Magic Holiday. Uh, appreciate you guys taking time out of your busy schedules to be on the podcast, Take, taking time away from uh, making TikTok videos and uh, mowing yards and all the other stuff you guys are up to. So, Thanks for having us, man. Thank you. Absolutely. So, all right, we're just going to dive right in. Um Let's start with magic. So you have been in Men's Alliance about how long? Uh, I've been in Men's Alliance like about like six to eight weeks around there. So I'm pretty new to it. My friends invited me. I've been really liking it ever since I've been in it. Or not that long. So. You said about six weeks or so? Yeah, like six to eight probably. Okay. And um, so before you came to it, did you have any thoughts about it? Um, concerns, worries, fears, or anything that when you got to it turned out to not be true? Uh, I heard a lot about it, and I saw a lot of videos and stuff. Like, it was a good workout around the fire, which, like, looked really good because I love nature and stuff. I didn't have that much worries about it. I just thought maybe I wouldn't fit in with, like, some older guys. I wouldn't have, like, other friends to be with. Like, be more of, like, a wise space that I'm not really used to. So, like, I was just worried about that. But I got there, and... They're really nice and stuff, and, like, I had younger friends that were there with me, too. So, like, it was pretty good. I didn't have that much worries. Yeah. And I love it. So. That definitely helps yeah. when you've got a couple people going with you, yeah. kind of new with you. Awesome. And, um, yeah, you bring up a great point about, you know, there being a lot of older guys there. And and so your, your tribe that you go to, C530, that one's a ton of teenagers, yeah, right? Yeah. So I've I've recently started going to that one, and um, man, it makes me feel real old, real fast. I get smoked out there working out with you guys. But um, so uh, jump over to Holiday here. Holiday, how long you been in Men's Alliance? Tell us a little bit of your MA experience. Yeah, so um, I Men's Alliance for about six and a half years now. Um, probably yeah, like six months after it first started Alpha Tribe. Um, moved to Virginia, um, and I remember my, my mom, I think she had a friend, 
like her her friend's husband was going to this weird cult thing like on Monday <laughs> nights. Um, anyway, so yeah, my my dad he my dad Swede um, he uh, he went out the first week and then the second week I, I yeah the second week I came out with him and um, um, it's been a tradition ever since you know um, started off being more of a me going out there kind of probably just like not really paying attention to anything. But seeing the um, how other men, um, Christian men, bond with each other and um, interact and share things with each other, um, even though I didn't really realize it at the time, um, leaves left an impact on me. Um, so I think the, I mean, it was it was kind of like a, like a it's um, Swift Creek Presbyterian so close to my house and it just became a Monday night thing every Monday night with my dad. So cool. And by the way, how old are you? Uh, 13. And how old are you? 15. Okay. Awesome. 13, 15. Um, so you brought up a a big theme in men's Alliance is multi-generational. And so you're going with your dad. Um, he started going first, brought you along. Magic was concerned about, you know, the older guys, younger guys, because very few church groups are multi-generational. Usually people, there's, there's youth groups and then there's 20 somethings and 30 somethings like that. But that's one of the things I love about men's Alliance is you'll have like a younger guy. When I say younger, I mean like in his twenties talking about a problem and you'll have somebody in their forties relating to it. And then you'll have somebody like in their sixties. Yep. or 70s, you know, jumping in. And so it's really unique. There's like a ton of wisdom all around the fire. Um, so, Animal, let's jump over to you. How old are you? When did you start going to MA? What's been your, your overall experience? Uh, I'm 16. I've been going to Men's Alliance for about six and a half years. Uh, my father brought me into it, Goose, you. <laughs> um First, I was really young and uh, wasn't focused on it all the way, but um, definitely since I've been there, I've been getting built up uh, spiritually and mentally, uh, focusing more, uh, enjoying it more, and also uh, uh, to build off what you were saying about multi-generational, I love being there, uh, youngest and sometimes a little bit older than others there, to look up to the guys there and... Uh, they'll really turn my direction around and give me guidance. That's awesome. And, you know, speaking of this iron sharpening iron and multi-generational, I think it's easy for us older guys to think that the the older you are, the more sharpening you do for others around the fire. At least that's my kind of stereotype. But we can't forget that the younger you are, the more sharpening you do during the workout. Yeah. <laughs> right. And so that's where I think it's really cool. Iron sharpening iron. And so if you're, if you're maybe listening to this podcast and you're an old guy like me and you're thinking to yourself, yeah, we need more of these young, these young men around the fire. Well then I would encourage you. We need more older guys in the workout. Right. Yeah. And so I know that when I go to Charlie Five Thirty, you know, I get pushed way more than I want to do during the workout. And then, um, and then I feel like I'm more in my comfort zone at the devotion. So 
Let's talk a little bit about leadership. Um, we'll start with you again, Animal. Pick up where you left off there. Um, tell us about what is it like to volunteer to lead a workout, lead a devotion. Um, tell us like which ones, which one's more easy for you, which one's harder, and also what's it like leading a group of men all older than you? Mm. Well, um, I definitely like leading the workout more than the devotion because that's my thing. Uh, I like working out. But um, for the devotional, <laughs> sorry, I forgot your question. That's fine. You kind of answered it. So the workout is the easier one for you. Um, but you have led a devotion as well. Mm -hmm. So what was it like leading a devotion, um, leading a group of guys all older than you could be your, your, your dad or granddad's age, you know, around a fire and you're leading them. Tell me how that, how that felt. Um, it felt powerful doing it, even though it's like, who's this little kid telling us, uh, about how to live our lives and devotions. But at the end, it's all praise and you feel really good about uh, how you did uh, leading people because, you know, when iron sharpens iron, sparks are going to fly. Yeah, and I guarantee you nobody's thinking what you just said. Nobody's thinking who's this little kid leading us, yeah. right? I know that it's on, I get that. I, yeah, I get that that's the negative message that we can tell ourselves, but uh, trust me, nobody's thinking that. Um, did you ever feel like, uh, what am I, what can I tell these guys who all have more life yeah. experience than me? Mm-hmm. Like, did you... Was it easy to buy into that lie? Because I know I've even us grown guys that do devotions, we still feel what can I, you know, what can I tell these other guys? Yeah, that's you true. Know? So it's funny how even at your age and in our age, we both kind of think the same thing. But mm-hmm. how did did that ever play a part? It did play a role in my head, uh, like convincing me. But we all go through struggles, and uh, we can all talk about it. Yeah. All right, Holiday, you've led a lot of workouts and a lot of devotions. Tell us about the beginning of that. How did it go when you very first led your first one all the way up to where you are now leading regularly? Um, well, okay, so I, I can't exactly remember my first workout. Um, workouts, I'm like, I'm, I'm always going to be there to sign up for a workout if no one takes it because, like, it's not a big deal all for me like I I'm not a, I'm not very busy so I can just go there like 30 minutes ahead of time just put something up um devotions that's a different story so probably I think it was uh it was an all tribe I think like a year yeah like maybe a year or two ago um but I wanted that fleece that um that Braden's wearing over there um animal I, I wanted that fleece and I thought it looked super sweet. And I was like, Dad, I can I get that? And he was like, all right, you can have it if you lead, like, a devotion in, in like, a couple of Nice. <laughs> so, so yeah, that's I, – I led my first devotion, um, and I think I'm on eight now. But it's, it's, it's like, it's become a more regular thing. Like, it's not it, – um, more, like, it's more of a natural thing. Um, You've led eight devotions? Yeah. Dang. So it's it's been like a... It's more than you, it's isn't it, Shannon? <laughs> <laughs> it's, um... At first, it was... It's more than most men. Yeah. It, it, it was, it was, it was like... 
I had the same thoughts as the animal saying over here, like, how can I like, like, what, what am I going to share with these guys? It, it gets harder every time with the ideas to have. Cause I feel like I have like certain things that I want to share certain things as a, as a, as a, like a 13 year old in middle school that I can like share with people. But then after that, it gets kind of hard because I'm like trying to dive into, um, I think I can't remember what my last one was on, but it was like, it was some just like, like it was some just like basic men's, men's alliance or like Christian topic. It wasn't like normally my anything personal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, now I'm trying to like find more personal things, but in, in that sense, it gets harder. Yeah. So you think it gets harder to lead devotions on personal things? Yeah, because you run out of so much personal things to talk about. No, I can see, see that. I think for me, it's harder to create a devotion out of like the Bible. I I talk more naturally. Yeah, same here. Out of experience, because you don't have to take notes or study. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so when you're teaching a, a devotion out of the Bible, you gotta be like, I hope I get this right. You know, you yeah. can't mess up your own story. Yeah. You know. So. So yeah, what are some of like other topics that you've talked about? Okay, well, don't mind. Oh sure, uh, go ahead. All out. One big ones I did recently, I called it Inside Edition. So I just kind of it was more of like I just went through, talked about what's happening in our schools and how that's like. Um, let's see, any other ones? Uh, I talked about temptation. By the way, that Inside Edition one is so good because, like, your dad sent me the whole, like, transcript of that devotion um, because it's very eye-opening to all of us what you are going through in school, right? And just that was what made that devotion so incredible is you, like, enlightening us. You want to talk about something that you guys know that we don't know? Yeah. Tell us what tell us what school is like right now, right? Because yeah. the struggles and the uh, the technology and so many other things have changed a, a, a lot. All right, well, so we'll have you back on for that <laughs> devotion. Yeah, because I gotta hear yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's a it's a wide range of topics. Um, it's it's like with that, it was like some people. I feel like it's more they think it's like super bad, and it's probably not that bad. And some people, I mean, it's pretty bad. <laughs> like, but and, and, some but, people underestimate it. Some, some people, people overestimate yeah. it. So that, you're saying? I think that was my my favorite one. Um, but yeah, a wide range of different topics. So cool. All right, and then magic. You led your first thing ever. Just uh, what was it like maybe three weeks ago, yeah, something like that? Three weeks ago, I led my first workout. Nice, That's awesome. What'd you do? I did like some some tires, push ups. Um, stations full crushers like a lot of stations for like that was one of our biggest nights too we had like almost 30 guys there and our group used to be really small and i was letting like all those guys and i didn't really know how it was gonna work out and I, i'm not gonna lie i made it like five minutes before i came like in the car on the way yeah nice. and i thought it wouldn't go good but it ended up going good and then next week i'm on for a devotion awesome it's yeah. awesome sweet dude what I'm are you gonna, gonna i'm gonna get both of those and, do you know what you're gonna talk on He'll play it a spoiler alert in the car. So okay. I definitely need to get that, get that well, out soon. Yeah. Well, if you got any questions, <laughs> ask ask, yeah, ask Holiday here. <laughs> it's funny, like, devotions, you got to prepare so much ahead of time. But yeah. I think the workouts, honestly, go so much better when you don't plan it out. And mm-hmm. you just show up, like, like maybe, like, 10 minutes before or something and just, like, 
throw out something, and then it's normally more rugged that way. Yeah. I I agree. The more times you lead, the easier it gets. Yeah. Workouts and devotions. Um, I can show up with no plan at all and lead a really good workout. The devotion does take a little bit more yeah. thought and planning. But I give you this this cheat code right here for how to lead a great devotion with no prior planning. You just ask one really big question. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. all you have to do. Like, like, let's say whoever signed up to lead the devotion gets sick or whatever, last minute, canceled, they're not there. You know, it's really easy to say, hey, let's just go around and share what you're struggling with this week. Yeah. Right? You just throw out one big question, and that's really all it takes because to lead the devotion is really just to kind of facilitate it. You don't have to plan 30 minutes of material. And that's one of the things I love about mental events is uh, – is, uh, <laughs> You want everybody talking. You yeah. want everybody sharing. You don't want everybody listening. It could be 15 minutes of you talking and the next 15 of them sharing. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, I've, I've heard, like, sermons before. I'm like, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, Yeah. some people will like, print out, like, up. like 30 minutes worth of stuff to read, and then somebody else will have, like, you know, uh, two questions. Yeah, it and it's like, perfectly those are the best ones. I think men tend to overplan a lot. They're nervous, so they plan tons of material for that. Devotion. I love it when you're leading a devotion and then somebody takes over. They're like, I have a question for everybody. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like, over to you. You ask your question when you lead your devotion, okay? <laughs> yeah. This is my time. All right. So let's take a quick break. Word from our sponsor, and we'll be right back with more from our three teenagers. Hey, guys, do you need help overcoming some financial hurdles in your life? Maybe the hurdles are planning, setting goals, or just lessening the financial burdens going on right now with your family. Well, if that's the case, I want to tell you about a great guy for you to turn to. His name is Gibson Vaught, call sign Rooster from Victor Tribe. He is with Financial Growth Partners. Okay, The website is yourfgp.com, and I want to tell you how you can get in touch with Rooster. You can email him at gibsonvaught, that's V-A-U-G-H-T, Gibson.vaught at yourfgp.com. Again, Gibson.vaught at yourfgp.com. Or you can just call him or text him, 804-357-5919. He's a licensed professional. He can help get you on track financially. Financial Growth Partners, yourfgp.com. Check him out. All right, so let's talk about the impact uh, that Men's Alliance has had on you guys. Um, Animal, kick us off. What's been... What's been the uh, the impact that you've noticed from <clears throat> years of men's alliance with with me with um, Gosling? Mm-hmm. What's it, what's it been like for you? Um, really good. Uh, really building up and sharpening. Uh, like some nights I may not want to go or be really comfortable, but once I get there, I'm like, wow, I'm glad I came. I really am, and. Uh, Definitely has matured me over the years, uh, made me a better leader in school and church and with just with my friends and even in men's alliance and uh, really made me feel uh, important. It's really nice. That's awesome. Um, for Magic, do you agree that is it is it hard for you to want to get there? Like let's say Tuesday at 5 o'clock, 
Are you like, oh crap, oh, I don't well, want to go to Men's Alliance? I was invited to Men's Alliance, and like all my friends and people that I really know go there. Who asked you to come? Like uh, Nate Bogert and like Braden invited me to that one group. Nice. So they invited me, and David also invited me too. And then we brought along like three other, three of my other friends and stuff. So like every time before Men's Alliance, we're like texting each other, like we're ready for tonight. Let's get it. So like we're all gonna go there together. Like if you miss out, like you're gonna people are gonna call you out. So like. I have a circle around me that's, like, telling me to go and stay dedicated to it. So I don't really – like, sometimes I don't want to go, but they're going to force me to go, and that be a good circle for me. Oh, so, man. Yeah. That's that's the whole band of brothers thing right yeah. there. Yeah. Isn't it good to have friends like that? Yeah. That's what so many guys are missing, of, like, other dudes encouraging them to do the right thing. Yeah. Instead of like, come on, dude, let's go drinking. Forget your wife or family. <laughs> you know, it's like those. Yeah, guys I get asked that want. a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Or you know, all those negative influences. Because if you have two people, one is super on fire for God, and the other one isn't so much. They always, you know, nine times out of ten, gets get drugged down because it's absolutely just, it's gravity. You know, gravity always wins. So you're, it's so much easier to get pulled down than to pull that person up. Mm-hmm. So when you have friends that are just on the same path as you and you guys can rise together, that's, uh, that's what you want. Yeah, you can rise together and then bring another person up with you. Right, right. Now, I've said this a lot, but I never want to go to Men's Alliance. <laughs> never. True. Like, it always, like, whenever it's, like, 30 minutes till and I'm at home, I'm like, oh, man. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't ever want to, but. I make myself because I know that that's where my, my brothers are. And it's like, no, you're getting there. I don't care if you feel like it, get there. And then, like you said, animal, I always feel better afterwards. Yeah. Always when it's over and you finish that workout and you feel so good and accomplished. And then the devotion and you're standing around the fire afterwards talking with everybody. That's the best part. And you feel like yeah. you've, you've done something. Yeah. Kind of like what magic was saying in our creed, uh, I will take charge and lead by example, mm-hmm. uh, go in there. Inviting your friends, leading by example, it brings them there, and they'll love it too. For sure. That's good. Do you got your coin yet, Magic? No, I only got Men's Lions wristband, and I already lost it. <laughs> oh, great. No, but that's a great <laughs> segue, so I was going to yeah. point out that we've got here, we've got a call signed member, yep. Magic. we got a coined member, Animal, and we got a patched guy, Holiday. So also represented here is kind of like our three levels of training. Yeah. Right. And so, um, and each guy's already on his way to the next thing. Like magic's already led one thing, signed up to lead a second thing. Animal's actually in a patch class right now. Oh, eight. He's in patch class. Oh, eight holiday. Tell us a little bit, um, about just the impact that the process of being in patch class. Oh, seven had on you. Well, probably, I mean, I don't exaggerate this when I say life changing, but it's like for so long, um, it's been, I believe because I have faith and I've always been told that I, my whole life. It's just been, well, you, you're Christian because you have faith and like you're doubting. Well, you're lacking faith. Like, why are you lacking faith? Like we are only Christians because we have faith. Mm-hmm. And it's like something like, it's like just as good as every other religion. Like every other religion has the same faith. Like, we all have faith. And I didn't really realize, like, the only apologetics, I wouldn't even, I don't know if I would call it apologetics, um, like, beforehand I've gotten is, like, well, you see this in the Grand Canyon, 
and it's like all this scientific stuff. You yeah. Have to go into this like deep thing about like how we can see about like Jericho and all like all this stuff from the Old Testament is like how this how we can prove that this did happen. And I feel like while maybe that might be true and that's really cool, you're not gonna bring that and nobody wants to hear that. No one right. wants to hear you go through all this evidence about the like the great flood or something. Like it, and it's it's a lot simpler than that. Yeah, I was getting bored just hearing you talked about it as an example. Oh yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I'll I'll start talking now. So 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 what did you learn now? Where where are you at now that you've gone through patch class? The simplicity of Christianity. Um it's not a process. You just believe in your heart and confess with your mouth. You know, that's kind of, it's like so simple. I've it's always been such a um such a like a workspace thing from the church that I, I grew up into. Um and it's really cool to um to see that and go through with other people, see how they um how they develop, watch them grow, and then at the patch class see how they've like the um FTX, see how they've how they've grown and matured from like the first call where I'll be honest, I was like it was the whole time everybody like I listened to the pod I was listening to the podcast all summer. I was like reading the field manual and I like thought I had it all down. And I got to the I got to the first. What can I can I say? This? Yeah, yeah. All right, okay. Um, so I got to the first call, and it was like, um, everybody else was going, and I was like, oh, I can answer that out of the park. I, I I've 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 um, listened to that. I've read about that. I I I know how to say. It. And then it came to me, and I was like, <laughs> what did you just ask? I was like, yeah. Like, why did Jesus have to die on the cross? I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> because he did. I, you know? Same here. Um, well, that's not why Jesus had to die on the cross, but, um, I mean, it's, 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 um, it's awesome. So what would you, what would you say to somebody, uh, in men's Alliance, um, who's wondering whether or not they should join a, a patch class? What, what would be your recommendation to them? I mean, I would say do it. Go for it. I don't know. I mean, I, I would want to ask, like, why are you? Why are you not wanting to, you know, mm-hmm. because that, that would probably be the most, like, I can't tell them to do it without knowing why they don't want to do it. So I would ask, like, what, like, I don't think it's anything. Asking questions, yeah. that's good. Yeah, exactly. I noticed. Yeah, he's, he's well trained. <laughs> that's good, man. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. My uh, patch class training, it's helped me so much. Uh, I really would be so clueless on uh any questions brought to me about Christianity? Like how f- how far into it are you now? Um, two this, weeks, uh, weeks? Tomorrow, or we're coming up on week four. Week four, so just week four, four weeks. You've mm-hmm. learned a bunch. Like if someone were to come up and ask me, uh, "Why are you a Christian?" Uh, I wouldn't know how to answer that. But uh, since Men's Alliance, I know everything. <laughs> I think you've got, you've come a long it's, way. It's, yeah, it's, it's they don't have that many arguments. It's not. Yeah. It's not like it's it's it's. I mean. It's it's not that much, and I feel like it's interesting. When I was going through it, I'd listen. You would like on your podcast. You you would say you would say something. You would say like a um an argument against Christianity, and I would be like questioning my faith. I'd be like, mm-hmm. wait, what? And then I and I'd do that like different books I've read. It's just like I'd be like, oh really? I didn't think about that. And I'd be like, I guess Christianity is not true. And then you just get get like two more minutes, and then it all makes sense. And I'm like, well, duh. You know, yeah, it's, it's really interesting. Magic, what are you thinking right now? I don't know what a patch class is. 
<laughs> well, so I'm going to work this backwards. So let me jump over here to animal. So we were talking to Holiday about patch class. So jump over here to you about the coin, right? Um, so what would you say has been like uh, the impact of you earning your Men's Alliance Challenge coin? And and what would you say to a guy in Men's Alliance who is thinking about going for that, but he's not sure? Uh, I'd definitely say go for it um, since I've gotten it. I've just felt more uh, a part of a tribe, like a group of men who's there for me. Um, I love uh, lots of the verses in the creed. Um, one of my favorite ones is, I will take charge and lead by example. Mm -hmm. uh, I like that one, in the absence of leadership. I love that one too, mm -hmm. yeah. In the absence of leadership, I'll take charge and lead Instead by example. Instead of hiding away. And that's what's really cool is to see all you guys doing is stepping up and leading. Um, and I think that's one of the, the biggest things that I'm seeing from you guys that Men's Alliance is doing is, you know, it um, it's very impressive about your entire generation. It's like, man, this whole this whole younger generation is stepping up and leading. And uh, I don't know, but that's just a really cool thing for an older guy to see. So um, to get your challenge coin, you have to lead a workout, a devotion, build a fire, and memorize the creed. That's right. And um, the day you earned your coin, the day you said the creed, you, I don't know if you remember, but you totally, I had no idea you were even going for it. Yeah, I neither. did not even know that you knew the creed. I didn't. <laughs> I was sitting there at the, an all-tribe, and uh, eight people went and had me, and during that time, I memorized it. And and uh, he was like, would anyone want to go for the last coin? We have number nine. Who wants the last one? And I'm like, sure, I'll try. And I got it. Number nine? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, he went. I, I was yeah, so shocked. I was like, "Remind me of that often." I was like, "Brayden, are you sure? Wait, are you sure you're going for this?" <laughs> yeah, so that was that was pretty cool. And uh, so, Magic, um, you got your call sign. So, call sign guy, um, tell us a little bit about that. Is what's your perspective on that whole process? That whole crazy cult thing we do with call signs. Yeah, I think it. it Makes a lot of people nervous, definitely. Like, you have to scream try, and you might sound voice crack or something stupid. Right. Yep. You're definitely scared to go up there, for sure. But, like, you just kind of just blot out whatever you do in your life, and people just look at it and just decide what a good name could be. It could be, like, really cringy, or, like, you can get a really, like, manly name. Like, okay. Yeah. Get, like, my friend Judah just got Lion, which is a really good one. Yeah. Yeah, get a yeah that's one. a good call sign. Yeah. Oh, he got it last night? Yeah, mm -hmm. Judah just got it last night. He's my Lions buddy. Yeah, he was wearing his Lions jersey. Yeah. And uh, plus, his name's Judah. Yeah. He chose Lions as a team. Like, that's a real. He's basically he's not even from Detroit. Is that even a professional team? Or... <laughs> they are lived here. <laughs> yeah, that's because Thor's a Vikings fan. So, how'd you get, how'd you get Magic? Oh, well, they asked who my favorite point guard was, and I said Magic Johnson. Okay. So then they just did Magic for me. I love that call sign. Yeah. My friend Drew. Was Duncan because he liked Tim Duncan, so like okay. they just like choose something that you really like and just pick something and then they vote. Holiday, how did you get yours? <laughs> I like holidays. <laughs> <laughs> Is that really why? It's, it, it doesn't. I saw. Oh, no, he's he's next level. Yeah, oh, I saw his front yard level. for Halloween. Yeah. And so I don't think there was a square foot where there wasn't decorations. Halloween, he's those, just yeah. those little princesses last night. <laughs> I got it good. 
<laughs> the little princess. Like, he, had, he, had, like, he had like tons of body parts hanging from trees in his yard. Like when you go by his yard, I was like, holy smokes, this is the most insanely well-decorated Halloween. And then it all clicked. He was like, yeah, I like holidays. Yeah. And I was like, oh, you doesn't just like holidays. Yeah. <laughs> he had body parts hanging from trees. Yeah. Very fitting. Yeah. How did that bring people closer to Christ? <laughs> it reminds them that <laughs> to go to Men's Alliance, that this life is only temporary. That's right. And, yeah. uh, but mental boring. Right? Yeah. Amen. <laughs> yep. That's what's going through my head. Yeah. <laughs> so, Magic, I, I hope you don't like sit there feeling like you're. You don't have anything to say or talk about because these guys are because these guys have been in it way longer than you, you know. But I think that just speaks to a element of men's alliance that's so important is just having guys that are ahead of you, with you, and behind you. So there's guys. Majority of C five thirty doesn't even have their call sign yet. Yeah, <laughs> you know, because there's like last time I was there, there was like thirty dudes and fourteen of them didn't have a call sign. So. uh so yeah, so you're ahead of a lot of people and then, you know, you got guys ahead of you and that's how we, that's how we, you know, grow friendships and learn from each other. So that's awesome. Yeah. And I think there's just this huge element of, uh, having you guys not only at men's alliance, but leading in men's alliance and then being here on this podcast today, um, that really just speaks to Paul's words to Timothy, uh, to not let anybody look down on you because of your youth. And, you know, I can understand that you guys have this as a little bit of an extra hurdle um, that that me and Shadow don't have. Whenever you're thinking about signing up or leading, you might have that voice in your head saying, who am I to lead, right? I'm young. But keep rejecting that lie. Yeah, the rest of that verse is set an example for the believers by what you do and what you say. Holy smokes. Dude. I didn't know you knew. Wow. What'd you say? (laughs) That's awesome. Thank you, animal. Yeah, that's right. So, you know, you you guys need to understand that you're bringing something absolutely vital to men's alliance, that you're bringing something that nobody else can do, right? Like, just like the old guys, nobody else can bring their perspective. Nobody else can bring y'all's perspective either. So be proud of your youth. And, and bring it and, and sharpen others with it, but then also be humble and learn uh, from the old guys around the fire. I think both of those aspects are crucial to kind of what makes MA. Yeah, like the other the other week, um, Hops, or uh, Chief, sorry. No, it's Hops. It's Hops. <laughs> it's Hops. <laughs> anyway, Hops. When he's not here. Yeah. All right. He was usually in devotion. He was just sharing his struggles with his neck. Right. Yeah. And they were just talking about like back pains, stuff like. <laughs> and I and I was like, man, I, old people I, stuff, I, man, I, right? I felt I felt so bad, but it's like I can learn something from this, right? I'm like, I I have no, I like, I don't. I told this too. I was. They were like, holiday. What do you think? And I was like, I, I have, I have no clue what y'all are. Going through, <laughs> I'm perfect. But no, I I'm not not. I'm I'm just like, I don't have back injuries. Yeah. And it's like. I can't relate on that level, but I can still like I I was like I mean I've gotten the flu. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got a little cut on my elbow. You'll be there soon. You'll yeah. be there soon. And it's just really cool how they're like, you can see how they're going to each other when they're hurting and stuff. And you know that's it's a lesson I can learn. So yeah, that's a good point. So are most of the guys that 
go to of y'all teens of men's alliance uh, and c530 especially are they there with their dads or is it mostly just the teenagers uh it's actually just the teenagers yeah Yeah, it's yeah it's i'm the only i'm the only dad there that's right we're the only father son yeah it's a it's a ton of uh teenagers and you know speaking of how bad i am at guessing ages i was talking to a guy the other night gazelle who just led his first workout in devotion nice. and uh i'm thinking that this guy's in high school and uh he's telling me about yeah he graduated a couple years ago in college <laughs> i'm like yeah, i can't tell yeah but um yeah it's definitely it's definitely a great vibe very different tribe yeah c530 um i ran into a guy in my neighborhood the other day um like our neighborhood party he's got a 15 year old and um you know, it's a good invite for fathers and sons too. Yeah. Right. Is a, is a big thing. So, you know, I've done men's alliance um, with my older son who's not here, and it was a big part of his entire life growing up with me. And now going through it with Braden, uh, Animal, it's it's uh, one of the best things that I think a father and son can do together, because one, it's physical, it's outdoors, it's around a fire, and it's like one of the few things, spiritually speaking, in a church environment that like I feel like you and I both like equally enjoy, right? Yeah. It's not like, you know, in fact, the other day it was so funny. You were hanging around the fire longer than me because right. yeah. you're talking with all your buddies. And I'm like, come on, bro, we got to go, man. It's time to go. And I was like, man, this got reversed really quick. It yeah, used to be you, you would go tr- sit in the truck. Yeah, and me and, mm. <laughs> me and talking, and now we were both yeah. at your truck, and he, you were at the fire last time I was at. Sea. That's <laughs> right. He used to be like, "Give me the keys. Give me the keys. I'm gonna go sit in the truck. Stop talking so long." Yeah, <laughs> that's good. Good stuff. Um, any last comments that you guys want to share about being a teenager at Men's Alliance? Your thoughts on it? Yeah, I have one more thing. Um, right. Definitely, uh, if you're uh, young, get your father out there. And if your father, get your neighbor or your sons out there. It's, uh, it's so amazing because no other small group does planks and gravel and then opens up about struggles and pornography and stuff like that. And hearing that at a young age really shows that like we're all, uh, here in it together and struggles together. So absolutely. And, you know, we do have, uh, we have guys who bring their nephew mm-hmm. and we have guys who pick up a neighbor. Cause uh, we're all common men with an uncommon. That's right. It doesn't have to just be father, son too. You know, we, it's a, it's a place where guys have found mentors and, and found like, you know, a, a young guy that they've kind of taken under their wing oh, yeah. or a single mom drops off her kid, you know, and then some guy at men's Alliance will wind up like taking him fishing, taking him out chopping wood, doing things like that I've seen as well. What were you going to say, Holiday? Well, I just want to say, yeah, I definitely agree with that. My first devotion um, was on, like, kind of just taking leadership of the youth. And um, I one of my big points I was trying to get across was, like, you can do it. It's like it can be this kid you see at, like, church or something. It doesn't have to be your son. Um, I was going to say the probably the best like the father bonding experience like i've got i still go to men's alliance when my dad's not there like my dad he travels a lot i i'm still i'm still going 
And like I think that shows like how he's engraved it into me. Mm-hmm. But just shout out to shout out to Swede. Um went on the on the way. I think the best conversations we had, like coming home from church, it's like how like how was it? Oh, that's good. You know? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. But then coming home from men's alliance, I feel like getting in the car and then like my dad just pulls out like this deep thought and like life lesson for me. Like when I get in the car and he like has like some thought like and I'm just like that's like the bonding that we've had together. Yeah. Is afterwards talking about what happened and just going through it and um maybe something was like um like I remember like when a topic might have been like super mature, like I was probably like ten and we were talking something like that like super mature for me. My dad can like talk me through it, talk me what everything means. And it's a lot, it's, it's a lot gentler. And then we get used to those conversations and then the conversations that seem more awkward and that um, fathers might um, be struggling to have with your, your children who are like, who are my age um, uh, or older or younger that they, they become a lot less awkward to have. They become more natural conversation and, natural conversation with your son or your I mean your I guess not daughter but um still like the natural conversation um becomes it becomes a more uh, regular habit to have Mm -hmm. more spiritual deep conversation instead of like a a chore like I have to tell them about this I have to talk to them about this topic yeah because you're like continuing a conversation that was already started for you around yeah, the fire. That's, exactly that's right. one of the hard, probably a hard thing between a father and son is how do I bring this up? Yeah, <laughs> you know? Exactly. So when you, if that topic comes up around the fire, you can just continue the conversation that was already started for you. Yeah. I think some of, of the best, some of the best conversations animal and I have had have been in the truck coming home from men's alliance. Yeah. Right. And I love when we that's get in the truck point. and we're on our way, yeah. uh, whichever one of us is not driving is in charge of the music. Yeah, we usually put on some pretty great music on our way there, and then we have great conversation on the way back. I've always enjoyed that, that. workout is an uh, icebreaker when you when you partner up with a random man you don't know and flip tires with them, and then you sit around the fire and hear their struggles. It's just uh, really good at building up. Well, so, up. Magic, have you noticed? Um, does it feel easier to talk about heavy topics and issues? after you work out with a group of guys? Uh, I don't really think I've really expressed that much, to be honest. Like, I've just been taking in, like, how to be a man of God, how to lead your family in the future, like, a lot of things that, like, they give me, and I need to put out, like, what I have struggled with and my issues. So I, like, definitely need to do that. Like, I can take it in, but you need to express something when you go express to them, like, what's going on with you. So I feel like I need to definitely step forward and not just take it all in. Take it all in. Yeah. Well, you're, yeah, I still get, I get it. You're still kind of getting used to it. Um, Have you um, been surprised by any of the stuff you've heard shared around the fire? Uh, Well, about like two weeks ago, this one guy said that like, his like workmate got killed or something. And I was like, oh yeah. Sad to hear that. And he was like, he's really tearing up. And he, that guy really expresses a lot. He's a really wise guy in our group for sure. So it was good to hear that from him. That was, like, loss and sorrow and stuff. And obviously everyone talks about, like, addictions and lots of stuff happens in the personal life that most guys go through that we all can relate and, like, work together and help each other and keep each other accountable. 
like the group chats really keep you connected with each other. Feel connected in there. You can talk to each other. And I think group chats are really good as well. Yeah, and group me. It's a really good point. Yeah, they are. That's a good aspect of it that we hadn't even mentioned yet. One of my favorite things about Men's Alliance in our family has been um, having other men speak into my son's lives. Yeah. Uh, I've always loved that. Like either, either somebody will be taking you out for breakfast and, and just like talking to you about where you're at spiritually and how you're doing. You know, I know chief's taking you out, Thor's taking you out. And, uh, and then the other aspect of it I love is like, uh, when we leave you home alone for a couple of days, like when we went to the beach a couple of weeks ago, it was great to be able to like load up your phone with all these contacts Right. And be yeah, like, call one. Yeah. Be like, Hey, if anything happens, you got this guy, you got this guy, you got this guy. And I know that like, there's this whole band of, of brothers of like-minded Christian warriors, um, for you to call on if I'm not around. Right. Especially now that you're driving mm. and, and I might be away or something. And just knowing that like, you're so connected to, to such an awesome group of men that I trust. Um, I love, I love having that. Cause you know, we all know that like you can say something to your son, a thousand times and he doesn't listen yeah and then some other dude from men's alliance says it once and they're like oh you wouldn't believe what shadow told me yeah like same with like if you tell my wife something (laughs) she totally listens more than if i tell yeah (laughs) yeah all right guys uh really appreciate you being on this has been a great conversation uh we should have done it sooner Teenagers of yeah. Men's Alliance. Right? I just want to say, all you guys, Holiday, Magic, and Animal, you guys are just leaders of yep. your peers. You know, so just keep that in the front of your mind. I think when you have that weight, it's a little bit of weight of knowing that people are looking up to you. You know, so it it keeps you on the straight and narrow. I think, like, okay, guys are looking at me. I need to make sure I'm doing the right thing. So for sure, you, you are those guys. So I think a lot of C530's success so far is because of you three. So keep it up. Guys are guys are looking at y'all, you know. I think so it, I think it's all a, three of you. I think it's a responsibility when I go to school in a men's alliance t shirt, you know? Yeah. It's like I'm putting on and I have plenty of people like uh boys and girls be like, Oh, my dad goes to that thing. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, Yeah. You should too. Yeah. Um yeah. And I'm leading them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um it's it's um yeah, so it's it's like it's it's a responsibility and like I I try to take it to heart like especially after patch class of being like I'm 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 I've got a big like I can't be going to men's alliance and then coming to school and then like messing around and saying a bunch of stupid things, you know. Yeah. Like I can't be doing that. Like that's that's it kind of it, it takes away the whole point of it. Like yeah. you can't men's alliance is not a place to put on a facade of not putting on a facade and then going back into life <laughs> yeah. and being a totally different person. That's right. And that that's the same for, for us as adults us, yeah, too. For sure. You know, I mean, I got yeah. men's line stickers on my car. I can't be, can't be flipping off. I just rooted. I finally, whole street. I finally put some on my truck. <laughs> I saw that by the way. I saw that. It's like, yeah, you finally put a sticker. So, that's why I think that like having your dad or like friends of you to like make sure you're not going off track. Like, they really keep you accountable for what you listen to and what you you do at Men's Alliance, so you transfer it over to your life. So I really feel like you need a father or a friend to go with you. You don't have to do it by yourself. You can get a group of guys around you to feed you. Man, that's yeah. a great point. Thank you all. Thank you all for being here. Yeah. You guys are doing great things. Thank so. you. Appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, 
All right, that was Teenagers of Men's Alliance right there. Um, these guys are crushing it. They're leading at Charlie 530 and Alpha. Uh, you know, Holiday's practically practically running Alpha. He's like the he's, mayor he's, of it. He's the mayor of Alpha. Someone from Hammer Tribe the other night, and I was like, I asked him, I, he's wearing Men's Alliance shirt, I asked him what tribe he was at. He's like, I'm at Hammer Tribe. And he asked me what tribe I was at. I was like, Alpha. And he was like, oh, is that some new tribe? <laughs> I was like, are you serious? <laughs> is that some new tribe? Be like, are you familiar with the alphabet? Yeah. <laughs> Does it sound like it comes last? I mean, it's it's, it's just like. That's we're great. Here too. We're here, too. That's right, Alpha. We're here, too. <laughs> That's the motto for Alpha. Yeah. Awesome, guys. Well, this has been, this has been great. And uh, I look forward to literally seeing you guys around the fire. Yeah. See you there. See you there. Thanks for listening to the Men's Alliance podcast. We hope to see you in one of our tribes or at one of our unforgettable weekend experiences. So join us at mensalliancetribe.com.